Hello everyone, your girl Tay here and I'm bringing you another Let's Talk Wild podcast episode. Today is September 12th or 13th, 2023, depending on where you are in the world. And this is a bonus episode, Animal Inspired Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet the Teal Mask. I'm a huge Pokemon fan, so when you combine them with animal-inspired designs and characteristics, I'm so here for it. For this episode, I'll discuss some new and returning Pokemon in the Scarlet and Violet Teal Mask DLC and the interesting facts about the animals they're based on. But before we get into that, make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms. I now have monthly membership subscriptions available on my podcast website. You can go to Buzzsprout, sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. Also, head to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and check out the videos over there once you're done listening over here. You guys already know the drill. Now, let's talk wild. My first introduction to Pokemon was when I was a kid and it was the old school Game Boy, you know, playing uh, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Yellow. And then I took a break and then I started playing Pokemon Silver and Gold for a very long time. And that was the last Pokemon game I played for years, 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 years. And despite not, um, you know, playing the video games, I always kept up with the animes. I always watch the animes uh but then pokemon go came out in 2016 where you could catch pokemon on your phone so i've been playing that for years since 2016 and then pokemon scarlet and violet came out in 2022 i think in november or uh, december one of them i'm not sure but came out in 2022 and that was my reintroduction to uh playing pokemon on an actual gaming console okay i play on the nintendo switch But I'm always excited to see Pokemon that are inspired by animals. So we'll start off with one of the OG Pokemon, Ekans, and its evolved form, Arbok. Snakes and cobras inspire their design, and they are poison types. In the first Pokemon anime, Ekans was Team Rocket Jessie's ace Pokemon partner. She got the purple snake as a gift for her birthday. They battled and they trained, and Ekans evolved into Arbok. They had a good run, but Jessie eventually released it to the wild so it could protect a group of Ekans. Incoming a wild fact, a group of snakes is called a den or pit, and a group of cobras is called a quiver. Like you're quivering in your boots, you're so scared, you're quivering, look at all those cobras, it's a quiver of cobras. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) And if you didn't know, this is a well-known fact in the Pokemon community. Ekans' name is snake, spelled backward, and Arbok is cobra, spelled backward, with a K instead of a C. Now, I know their design is simple. I mean, it is a snake. <laughs> Ekans is designed like a rattlesnake, and I love the designs on Arbok's uh, Cobra Hood. The designs do come in different uh, variants, and I'm interested to know how many of those variants are available for us to get and have in the Teal Mask DLC. We'll see. 
Another OG is hopping through. Next up is Poliwag, the tadpole Pokemon, and its evolved forms, Poliwhirl, Poliwrath, and Politoed. These amphibian-inspired Pokemon are water types, with Poliwrath having a dual typing, water and fighting. Poliwrath is actually one of my favorite Kanto Pokemon. I love how the design went from a sweet looking uh polywag and polyworld to this buff tadpole that will basically put your pokemon in a headlock like say uncle say uncle you want a knuckle knuckle sandwich a nookie what is it a nookie you want a nookie oh my uncle used to do that child and he was a black belt okay he he is a black belt he wasn't was he is a black belt black belt and me and my sister used to like play fight with him and stuff and he used to block everything and grab us and give us nookies like oh my goodness ah memories memories but you know this pokemon is really buff and look you see his hands he said these hands if you're looking on youtube the hands, he said, is for everybody, okay? Polyrath said the hands are for everybody. It's literally an MMA fighter, okay? MMA, not mixed martial arts, but mixed martial amphibian. Ah, y'all like that. Y'all like that. You, you heard it here first, folks, okay? Research has shown that some species of amphibians will fight and eat their siblings when food sources are scarce. So, yikes. I guess it's good to have some hands, okay? It's good to be a mixed martial amphibian when, you know, food's getting low and you got to fight off your uh, uh, siblings because they want to eat you, okay? <laughs> but, mm-mm-mm. Now, for insect and bug-inspired, we have Yanma and its evolved form, Yanmega, which is based on an extinct prehistoric dragonfly. I love the shiny coloration, the design. It's simple, but I like it. That's a good thing because in real life, I don't do dragonflies. I don't know why. They just creep me out. They just come and fly over and just hover in the air and stare at me. Sometimes they like to chase me. And I'm like, what is going on? What's the deal? What is the deal? Now, the male, some male dragonflies can be harassers. Research published in the Ecological Society of America journal Document how the common hawker female dragonfly will make a crash landing to avoid being harassed by the males. That is horrible. Imagine having a, a fake a crash because this man is just following you around and you just cannot get away. Like so drastic times call for calls for drastic measures. Got a crash land into this bush. And hopefully he thinks I'm like unconscious and just flies away or something. Just leave me alone. So they like to harass me in real life and I'm over it. Okay, so the dragonflies can stay away. I admire them from a distance. For aquatic, I know a bunch of people would pick the fish Phoebus that evolves into a beautiful sea serpent. But I'm more excited for a crustacean-inspired Pokemon, Corpish and its evolved form, Crawdont. Corpish is a water type and Crawdont is a dual type, water and dark. Some trainers say they are based on crayfish, others think a lobster. It just depends on who you ask. For me, it's crawfish, crawdad, crayfish, or, you know, whatever you want to call them. The shiny 
coloration for this line of Pokemon is okay, but it would have been much cooler if they changed the color to blue like real crawfish. They can be red and the next day they'll change color and they'll be blue. Researchers believe a couple of different factors play into the color shift like diet, environment, and genetics. Next up is the long-tailed monkey-inspired normal type Pokemon Apom in its evolved form Ambipom. Apom has a long prehensile tail with a hand on the end. Once it evolves to Ambipom, the tail splits into two. I love the shiny form of this Pokemon, but I wish they made the tail, you know, the tail's hand design better on Ambipom because they look like cow udders. <laughs> so I'm not too fond of that, but you know, nonetheless, I still love it. And I have a shiny in Pokemon Go that I may transfer over because if I don't, it'll just continue to sit in my phone. All the Pokemon I have in Pokemon Go deserve to get into a real game and help me on my journey to become a Pokemon master. I would also like to be a podcasting master. So if you would like to support me on my quest, subscribe to the Let's Talk Wild podcast on YouTube and all podcasting platforms. You can also support the pod by signing up and becoming a member. You can go to my podcast website on Buzzsprout to sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. Now let's crawl back into the show. Cue the animals. <laughs> Let's move on to the good old boys and girls, the canines, the dark type Pokemon, Puchiana, and its evolved form, Mightyena. I know some of y'all probably thought I was going to say the fox Pokemon, Volpix, and its evolved form, Ninetales, but I think they get enough love. It's other pups that can get some shine and some appreciation, even if they look a little mean and mangy. <laughs> These Pokemon remind me of the wild dogs in Africa or uh, hyenas. You know, Mariana, Pujana, got the Yena in there. Uh, you know, or they remind me of feral dogs. You know, the feral dogs that you want to take in and you feed them and hopefully they will accept you and let you give them a better life to no longer live on the streets and in the wilderness. <laughs> they deserve a loving trainer and a warm Pokeball to rest in, okay? But you still give them some space because they might have rabies. So you assess the situation and make a clear, conscious decision. Like, that. that is how it goes when you're trying to like reel in the feral cats and the feral dogs. You're like, uh, I gotta make sure... <laughs> everything's cool before I take you in but yeah they remind me of the feral dogs or the wild dogs or the hyenas you know Poochiena the Mightyena good good boys good girls good lads for birds, I know the Camarant fans are in full effect. But for me, I love the Vulture-inspired dark and flying Pokemon, Vullaby and its evolved form, Mandibuzz. Vullaby wears a bone diaper, and when it evolves into Mandibuzz, the bone diaper changes to a bone skirt. One of their Pokédex entries says they adorn themselves with bones. There seem to be fashion trends among them as different bones come into and fall out of popularity. So these Pokemon are all about their bone fashion but there is a real species of vulture that primarily eats bones and bone marrow the bearded vulture will fly and drop the bones or carcass of its prey to break the bones in them to make it easier to eat that's scary 
Okay, vultures in general are scary. Yes, they help with environmental cleanup. We just talked about the dung beetle in the last episode and how they help with natural animal waste management. So the vultures are in that same department, but their specialty is corpse cleanup. Now, before we get into the last animal-inspired Pokemon, let's quickly go over the new Pokemon, the Loyal 3. Okidogi, a canine Pokemon that is a poison fighting type. Monkey Dory, a monkey ape type Pokemon that is a poison psychic type. Pheasantipity, a bird Pokemon that is a poison fairy type. We don't know anything about them besides that, but I'm excited to battle them and use them on my team. I really like Pheasantipity, but Okidogi is definitely winning me over. Trainers will also be able to catch the Moonbear-inspired Pokemon Ursaluna in its new form, Blood Moon. I don't know what type of Pokemon it is. Some people were guessing Steel and Ground type. I use Ursaluna a lot in Pokemon Violet, and I did transfer the Shiny over from Pokemon Go. And what makes it even better is that I went to the size checker in the game, and my Ursaluna is jumbo in size, and it received a jumbo mark. So I got a big old moon bear big snuggly moon bear and I love it now let's get into the final animal inspired Pokemon that I'm excited to see return to Pokemon and it's a hybrid the rock and flying type Pokemon Gligar and its evolved form Gliscor. When you see them, you'll be confused because they look like a bat and a scorpion. Their Pokedex entries mention them being able to use their stingers to inject venom and drain the blood from the throat of their prey. Gliscor is one of my favorite generation four Pokemon. I might have some bias because I am a Scorpio. Hey Scorpios, I'm doing a check-in. How are you? We have to finish up Virgo season, then Libra, and then it's our turn. So make sure you guys are ready, okay? But Gliscor will definitely be on my team. It is a version exclusive. The Pokemon Scarlet Teal Mask DLC will have Gligar and Gliscor. The po Pokemon Violet Teal Mask DLC will have A Palm and Ambi Palm. I have Violet, so I can trade for one if I want. But I decided to transfer over a Gliscor that has been rocking with me in Pokemon Go for a long time. And I said, look. Let's get you out of this phone and into some battles. No more defending gems against the locals. You're going international, baby. Let's go. Okay, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Like, you guys don't even understand. Like, people be holding on to these Pokemon for years and years and years. Transferring them over to home or the storage, wherever they got them in storage. And to be able to... Uh, bring them into the game and just, you know, continue your journey. I love it. So I'm definitely bringing one of mine over and we're going to have a good old time beating the DLC. I'm excited to have it on my team and I can breed it with a ditto to get the pre-evolution Gligar and the egg to hatch. So, you know, I'm not really worried about getting Gligar and I like the shiny colors and the overall design because I also like bats, which is why I'm a Batman fan. <laughs> there is a species of bat that is resistant to uh, the Arizona bark scorpion's venom. The pallet bat 
that can be found in Mexico and in the Western United States. Research published in Plaus One Journal, researchers slowed down high-speed camera footage that showed the bats coming in to attack the scorpions, but they didn't take the initiative to avoid the stingers. The results were the pallet bat was stung multiple times without any noticeable effect on their behavior. So, yeah, I mean, in the animal kingdom, there is always something that resists something. Don't you guys forget that, okay? But I can appreciate the animal inspiration and I'm excited to play the DLC with a new team. I have three dark types on this list, but I'll only uh, be adding Crawdaunt to my team for the dark types. Oh, and maybe the new Pokemon Okie Dokie. We'll see. We'll see. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode, learned something new, and are ready for more Pokemon. We all live in a Pokemon world, Pokemon. I want to be the greatest master of them all, the greatest master. We all live in a Pokemon world, Pokemon. I want to be the very best. I be better than all the rest. Do you want to be a master of Pokemon? Do you have the skills to be number one? Yes. Okay, yo. The Pokemon animes had some bops, okay? The intro music was top tier. <laughs> But you guys let me know how you feel about today's topic. Animal inspired Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet, the Teal Mask. Leave a comment on the Let's Talk Wild Instagram page and YouTube channel. Make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms. Don't forget that you can now support the podcast by joining the monthly membership subscription. Once you sign up, you'll get a shout out and you can pick a podcast topic for me to talk about. You can go to my podcast website on Buzzsprout to sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. Love yourself, one another, your pets, and the animals, and of course, the Pokemon, duh. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>